y'all. This is Aisha Day, and welcome to Be That, the podcast where we support each other on the journey to be that which we wish to be, whatever that is. Thank you for coming back. I know it's been some time, um, like five weeks to be exact, maybe six, could be lying, I don't know, but so I guess it's not exact, but whatever. Um, but it's been some time. The last one, it had been three weeks. This one, it's been five. I took my own words and I took them very seriously. It won't be so long again. I got me an accountability partner. But um, I needed to take a moment to step away and, and enact that hard pivot. But in the course of doing that, I came to some conclusions. And that's what this podcast episode is going to be about so you know sit rock with me and we're gonna make this happen first and foremost I wish I was in a situation where I could ask y'all how y'all doing like you know on the talk shows I'm like how y'all doing today and it would be some can't like clapter clapter Ooh, that's a word that doesn't exist whatever you know exactly what it means so I'm not going to correct it um it would be some canned clapter and I would be able to walk around and shake hands and do the things because I care I hope that everybody is doing well I hope that in the past however long what month month and a half we've been able to kind of grow in some ways um and if not I think that this particular episode might help us because this episode is going to talk about closure. And we might surprise you a little bit about what I mean by closure. Uh, pardon me though, because over the course of the past five months, five weeks, I have discovered Bailey's Almond. My birthday is coming in two weeks. If anybody wants to know what to get me, I am taking all donations towards a new bar for my home because I want to build a cute little bar um, and I would really like some Bailey's Almond on there because it is Bailey's for those who have turned over 30 and can't drink dairy anymore so um, I've got ice in my cup there's a straw to try and keep the sound down but I don't know about feedback and I really try and avoid it so if it's there you know rock with me um okay cool so closure It's a medium-sized word. It's not a big one. It's not a small one. It's a word that we often assign to romantic relationships or wigs, if you know, sister, sister, whatever. But <laughs> it is definitely a word that we often um, associate with romantic relationships, right? But if you find yourself struggling with hard pivots, as sometimes we do, it might be because you're struggling with closure. Closure can apply to romantic relationships, parental relationships, platonic relationships, which is going to certainly be my example today. <laughs> Jobs, ideals, so having kids, getting married, things like that. Um all kinds of things. Closure can apply to lots. And oftentimes, as I said, it's the reason we can't make 
the hard pivot. We become so attached to what we thought or what once was that it becomes nearly impossible to find our way to the next. Closure is finality, right? Closure is the letting go. And letting go sounds really easy. It's like, oh, move on, blah, 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 blah. That's not always so easy. It, it, It really requires an acceptance of the situation, of what it was, of what it is, of what it's probably going to be or not be. Um, it involves the transition to that new iteration of whatever it may be. It's really the ability to move forward in order to move forward. If you are holding on to what you think it should be, could be, will be, you can't look at new possibilities. You can't. If something is your plan A, point blank period, you're not considering plan B, C, D, E, F, G, even if those happen to be better in this situation or if those happen to be the only option. Sometimes closure is really hard, especially the the, the closure that you don't get from somebody else and you need it from somebody else. Sometimes it's, it's hard, like a true challenge to see any other option. This is it, period. Y'all know, listen, the five weeks really doesn't stress me because we're still building our listening pool. (laughs) And so the few people at some point is going to be enough people that I'm going to be like, oh shit, I told all my business. But currently it's just, you know, it's it's a few of us. It's more than a few. It's like double digits, but it's still a few of us. And most I know, a few, I don't, but most I know. Um, and so most of y'all know enough of my business that, you know, I ain't tripping. And even still, if I get to like 50 episodes, y'all gonna know my business anyway, so whatever. But one rocky one for me would be, I want children. I'll be 35 in two weeks. I want children. That's a very normal thing. I've been working on accepting What if I don't have children? Sit with that. That's not just my situation. That's some other people's situation. Ladies, I know. We got a clock. Sometimes it ticks. What if I don't have children? What if that loud-ass biological clock gets louder and louder and then just stops because none of us know when? What if? Um... I was very committed to never working for another person ever again. Entrepreneurship. I've had to close the door on the thought process that I might have to work. I like insurance benefits, bitch. I do. And you know, I found, we're going to talk about that real quick. So part of the hard pivot that I made was understanding that 
while an entrepreneur, I am a hybridpreneur because I will always work for myself and invest the time and energy into myself. But I also need certain things that are more readily accessible through, you know, managing this lounge that somehow I ended up managing as a bar manager and I've never bartended before, whatever. But <laughs> um, that's the job thing. I've had to find closure in relationships. There's one romantic one that there just wasn't a good closure on. Like there was closure, but open-ended enough that I had to come to certain terms on my own. And quite honestly, the most off-putting lack of closure I've received is from a platonic relationship, a friendship. You have to understand that sometimes you're not going to get that from others. And you have to do that before you can make a hard pivot. Because if you try and move around it, if you try and post it up, (laughs) if you try and, you know, back it down and move around it, you still got to deal with that at some point. You still have to deal with it at some point and it comes wrecking havoc on your life in a real way later or you can't post it up you can't move it you can't get around it it's playing defense to your offense and you have to deal with it you have to heal from it in order to be able to move forward that's not easy It's not fun. It's not straightforward. It's not on anybody in particular's timeline. But it's necessary. You have to be able to close certain chapters before you can really get into the new ones. Or else you will be stuck with your what ifs. And for a while that happens. For a while what if happens. For a while well maybe. Well you know. Like all the all the, the precursors to the sentences. Sometimes you really can't yet. And that's okay. That's alright for a while. For a little while. That's okay for a little while. But then there is the onus on you, on me, onto all of us to say, all right, well, this situation does not look how I expected this situation to look. It it just doesn't. It just doesn't. It sucks and it doesn't. But there was good in it. It served this purpose. It served this purpose. Um, It hurts. Because I miss them. A lot. I miss the experiences. I miss the moments. I miss the laughter. 
but those trips I thought that we would be taking, we're not going to take. Not together. I will. YOLO. Going to Columbia for my 35th. But we ain't. We're not going to raise our kids together. We're not going to have girls nights. We're not going to do that. But this is who I am. I like to travel. And you know, I'd still like a kid. You know, I'm still going to have girls nights. And there's other friends. What did I learn from it? I learned this and this and this. I learned how to be a better person, a better friend, how to communicate, how to temper my temper. I had to learn certain things. How to, you know, rock with other chicks. I didn't know that. Release the what ifs. Well, what if I, what if I call? What if I try and send this text message? What, what if, what, if, uh-uh, fuck that. What did I do wrong? How did I, how did I impact it? Oh, yeah. I probably, I was probably a little rude. You know, sometimes we're hardest on those that we love the most. Those that are closest to us. I might have did that. Okay. I got, I got to grow past that and learn from that and forgive myself for that and keep it moving. I had to take some time to mourn. Because a person who leaves your life, you know, for all intents and purposes, is dead to you. For real closure, sometimes you got to wash your hands up. You can't play that back and forth. Hey, babe, how are you? Hey, friend, how you doing? I was just checking on you. Sometimes, fuck that. Fuck that. Sometimes that situation is dead to you. And when you're ready, sometimes like a year later... <laughs> You move on. Relationships. But don't limit yourself to just thinking about it in that way. A job. You gone on a a dope-ass job interview. They're paying you all the money that you ever thought that you could deserve. All of it. You thought that you were going in there to make 120 and they tell you that the cap on it is like 175 and you like, boom, you laughing with the interviewer and you're having a great time. All things are good and you are just like, boom, I wa- I got this. You walk out the building. All right, sip time. Hold on. I got this bendy straw and it has like a little crease in it. And that was the hardest sip of anything ever. But, you know. We back at it. Um, But you're laughing with the interviewer. Everything is great. Hunky freaking Dory. And they tell you, okay, we'll be following up with the candidates in a week, two weeks. But three weeks have passed. And you did not get a phone call yet. And so you send your little email because you didn't told your family about this job and oh the person they didn't told you about their kids and everything else so you know you telling the world about the the opportunity that you have right now and how you gonna kill it you can't wait you done bought you a couple of work clothes because you ain't trying to be caught slacking before you go in there and you still ain't got this phone call that shit hurts 
that hurts. But same thing. You have to acknowledge at some point, they're not going to call me. It was validating. I had a great interview, great practice. I'm prepared for these questions for the next interview. Why does it hurt? Because why did you sit there laughing in my face? Why? I thought we had something good. We were, you were going to be my little lunch buddy. But I guess you didn't call. So, you know, it hurts. But y'all ain't take no money out of my pocket. I just got to find another opportunity. All right. What's the next job interview? Where else I'm going to go? Reconstruct the future without that job. Not, oh, I got this 175 per year. So I'm going to do this, 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 this. And nope. You got to make a new future plan. Reestablish who you are. I am the best at this. And if I go into this other interview, it's a numbers game and I'm going to get that one. Fill your shit all over again. Identify what you learned. Just because they smiling and shucking and jiving in my face does not mean that this job is for me. Release what ifs. Well, if I got this job, then I can do this and I can do that. Uh Uh-uh. You made promises to yourself that aren't even up to you to keep. Forgive yourself for getting so excited. Damn, I should have known. When I walked out and they didn't do this, 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 I should have got the offer letter before I left. Mm -mm. And then what? And then what? Allow yourself some space and some time to get over it. Okay, I feel defeated. I'm blown. Big sad. Nah, man. And then move on and apply for some more jobs. New relationship, marriage, child by certain age. Not giving up on it, however, because you know science and people getting married at 80. So I'm not talking about just give up on things. I'm talking about letting go of the fairy tales sometimes. Sometimes shit is just what you've worked up in your mind and it's a fairy tale. Acknowledge, hey, (laughs) I was going to have me a kid by 29. I'm running up on 35. We're a little late on that. That is not the situation. What's the good? I did a lot of traveling in the past six years. I'm sorry, an edibles company and the waste beats company and hell, became a lounge manager and moved lots of places and seen so much of the world and been able to enjoy friends and family and the upbringing of my little brother. And I sleep Sorry, parents. Love y'all dearly. Commend y'all completely. But a nigga get some sleep. I be sleeping. I sleep. <laughs> um, the goods. I like sleeping. Can you tell? I'm drinking Bailey's in the middle of the night. I ain't worried about who about to knock on my door. Good. Identify the wound. The pain. It hurts. It sucks. It hurts. It hurts. It's frustrating. Whatever. Reconstruct the future. What if I don't become a mother? What if I become a mother at 40? Which I've always said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. If you want to, sometimes, you know, time don't stop. But, you know, science works. Reconstruct the future. What if I'm an older mom? 
with some common sense because I didn't have very much at 30. So, you know, I'm halfway there. Reestablish who you are. I am much more mature. I am far more traveled. I am very much ready. I am a single woman who has the world at my feet because I don't really have as many responsibilities outside of self and family. Um, what have I learned? That, you know, I might have needed the weight. When I'm around people with kids and their kids get to hollering, I'll be like, oh shit. Oh no, no, it's making sounds. What do we do now? <laughs> oh God, I might not have been ready. I'm getting there. I'm starting to be like, okay, well, I, I guess I could wake up and feed the baby. But like three years ago, what the fuck is it doing? Why is it? Put a stopper in it. <laughs> like, that's something that you learn about yourself. Um, Release the what ifs. Well, what if I would have had a kid with this person? What if I, and then what? You think about all of that, and then what? You didn't. And then, you know, keep it pushing. Forgive yourself. I've made some decisions that fucked up my own plans. But I believe in the divine order of things. So maybe it didn't fuck up my own plans. Maybe, you know, it's just how things were supposed to work. And I have to let go of thinking that I'm the problem when it's just... There's so many lessons I've learned. There's so many things I've done. There's so many reasons that things could be the way that they are that there's no reason to beat myself up. I had to give myself the time to figure it out, though. I had to mourn the idea. I had to deal with the feelings. Um, And now I can, you know, keep moving. If I don't get one, I don't get one. If I get one, I get one. But let me tell you something about this motherfucking 13-year-old little brother I got. He makes me reconsider a whole lot of shit because teenagers 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 are a thing and not a thing at the same time and you know i probably needed a little bit of time to get his ass together first anyways relationship marriage long term whatever short term stars in the eyes fairy tale We usually talk about closure in the context of that because that is, um, those really suck. Nobody wants to be alone. And when you get excited about a relationship, you're like real excited. Like that's not some shit that you just drummed up inside of your own head. That's some shit that, you know, y'all drummed up inside of y'all heads together collaboratively, had conversations. Like even in the friendship that I spoke about, because the rest of that shit was real hypothetical. The friendship was almost brought me to a little, just a little, like it made one eye corner a little wet because I ain't no bitch. But um, even in that, a lot of assumptions were made in a relationship, especially a long-standing one. I think that there's the extra added pain of sometimes children, but always pillow talk, starry-eyed musings of the forevers. And that makes it a little bit harder because you came up with these ideas together. And so it can seem really fucked up when you got to disassemble 
those ideas on your own. Like you might have a little conversation about the breakup, but all of the things that y'all talked about are still playing in your mind. And so it's a little harder to move on. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little harder there. It is. But you got to acknowledge that that's done. What you thought it was, ain't. For all the reasons, and at some point you got to go through the reasons, but before you can get to the reasons, it ain't. It's just not. There was good in it. Trips, sex, loving, companionship, children, time. It gave you what it was supposed to give you. But it hurts. There's a wound. There's pain. It hurts. It hurts to think about that person not being there when you're old. Not coming with you. And like family and friends can make that shit just feel so much worse because, bitch, why are you asking me about him? Like, why are you asking me about her? Why are you, why, why are we doing this? We're not together. The motherfucker's not here. It's my plus one. Leave me alone. The fuck? But you got to reconstruct that future and that present. The past is what that was. But the reality of it is shit is different now. Things just are different now. And so you have to be okay with what that looks like or grow to be okay with what that looks like. And um, reconsider that that future partner is not going to be them. And that future partner may or may not even exist. But what it's not going to be is that person. You can be hopeful about what is to come, but you can't lay in wait for what has already gone. And then figure out who in the fuck you are as a single individual person with all those lessons that you learned from that situation because what a relationship will do and it's good moments and it's bad moments is teach you who the fuck you are what you gonna take what you not gonna take what made y'all break up that shit is important because hey nah next situation no thank you i'm not dealing with that what did i learn about me you know they said that I could be a little bit more this, a little bit that. I will try that out in the next relationship. But you, <laughs> this is who I am now. Every person that you deal with um, leaves, leaves an indelible mark on you. So there's something that you learned. Whether it's about yourself or what you don't want in somebody else, there's something that you learned. Them red flags are no longer flags. They are absolutely fucking not hard stop no's. Those things in yourself where I could be better at this or I shouldn't be doing it. No. Or yes. Absolutely. I am flying. I don't know why, but you know, I'm rocking. Like, whatever. Release the what ifs. Well, if I had done this a little bit better, then maybe we could have... Fuck that. If it ended, it was supposed to end. It's supposed to end. It's supposed to end. For whatever reason, divine order is supposed to be exactly what it's supposed to be. The lessons are therein. Forgive yourself. Because you're going to figure out what you did wrong. In all these situations, we are our own hardest critic. Critic. 
we are going to figure out what we did wrong on some level. Even if you ain't actually even do it. You're going to be like, oh, well, I could have, should have, would have, da, 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 da. All right. Forgive yourself for that. Because then what? The name of this episode is going to be, and then what? Finding closure. Because, and then what? Mourn the situation. You know, there's a um an old saying that is... The best way to get over one is to get under another. No, it's not. No, it's not. You can get your it scratched, but no, it's not. You really need to take a moment to to mourn. Take a second. You know, fill your shit. Put your little hair on. Put your little clothes on. Get sexy. Go out and turn these motherfuckers down because you really do need to take a moment to figure out all the rest of this and just, you know, heal. And when you have done that, then you move on when you're ready. That's when you move on. All of this sounds really easy. Or all of this sounds virtually impossible. But it's necessary. It's necessary because sometimes we are not granted closure from others. Even when they think they have. Even when we think they have, we're still left with the what ifs and, and, you know, like sometimes we're just still stuck with it. It's not what we needed as a final door closing. If you find yourself in that position, job, future plan and ideals, relationship, friendship, parents, parental. I feel like that involved I, I feel like in the course of that I'm going to double back and and give the examples of what that's got to look like too. Because I think more people than we realize have challenging parental situations. I'm about to drink my alcohol right here. Hold on. Yeah, I did have Baileys and have vodka. And I'm not a drinker. And it feels like hot, sweet, delicious fuel coursing through my fucking larynx. But I always have a drink when I do my podcast because, you know, I'm kind of shy. Kind of shy. Whatever. Um, Parentals. Looks a little different. Because in some cases, you can treat it like a friendship where the whole relationship has ended. Or you could be in the position where you're healing and you're not walking away from that parent. You're walking away from what you think a parent should be. Let me preface this with saying parents are human. Start there. This looks a little bit different because it's a parent. Parents are human. Okay. Start your whole healing process under the guise of that. They have what they have. There is no handbook. There is no guide. There is no step-by-step. There's probably one on WikiHow at this point, but it's probably trash because you can't tell somebody how to be a parent. I'm not one, and I know that. Power of observation. Start with understanding that they are not your superhero. Sometimes they're trash humans. 
sometimes they are just simply trash human beings who you know you want to love them with the best parts of yourself and you want to give them the grace to believe that they love you with the best parts of themselves but sometimes their best sucks and sometimes your best is damaged and so when it, it when we we go through you know the steps of acknowledge that the relationship has ended acknowledge that the relationship might not be what you've always thought it should be in your this is not television this is not necessarily going to look how you expected it to look and that is when you accept that 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 ideal of the relationship has ended not the relationship itself has ended but that oh well my parents will do this and they look out for me in this way cancel that recognize the good in them though they might suck as an advice giver or financial provider but they might be loving they might be understanding they might have enough of a history on them that ain't nothing you can come to them about that's going to surprise them there might they might be hilarious they might be wise on other matters they might be who knows they could be all kinds of great things figure it out figure out what they are good at and they they might be the best motherfucking barbecue cook at the barbecue and they got the sandals for the cookout and they gonna out cook your ass and drink you a beer and you know you just gotta be like my folks could cook their ass off that might be the good but recognize the good in them. Figure out what hurts. Identify it. Um, Sonny Patterson, favorite living poet. I don't remember the exact quote because I heard it one time, but I often reference it because it very much shifted things for me. And she said something along the lines of how long are you going to lean on the crutch that comes with being wounded? Figure out what hurts and move past that. Figure out how they hurt you but you know if you listen into this podcast you're probably 30 or so in which case they sucked when you were 17 they might have sucked when you were 23 you've been paying your bills for 10 years k long pause because k um reconstruct the future they might not be the ideal grandparent they might not be, oh, this is my mima. and Like, they might not be that person that you introduce as the perfect parent in the future. All right. Figure out who you are and who you want to be and what lessons you're going to take from them and what lessons you learned from wanting to be exact opposite of them. Or what lessons you figured out in the interim, somewhere in that in-between. What have you learned? What'd you learn from them? What'd you learn about you that came from them? And release the what ifs. Well, if I'd have had a mother who did this, 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 I got a cousin. I don't love everything about her mama. But she did right by her, by way of education and things like that. And so once upon a time, I'm like, well, if I'd have had somebody who pushed me in this way, this way, this way, fuck that. And then what? And then what? And then what? And that sounds really harsh. And I say it with a little bit of oomph on it. But that's what I had to say hard to myself. And then what? I cry, whine, and complain about that particular part. What ifs? And then what? What's next? 
um, forgive yourself if it's applicable. You might have you might have gone toe to toe with your folks. You might have to give yourself some grace in that. I was a teenager. I was hurt. My feelings were hurt. I responded. Or you might not have to forgive yourself for shit. But if you need to forgive yourself, be honest about them and you. And move past that part. Allow space and time for you to say, you know, I need a moment away from you. If they're gone, I love you. You ain't give me everything I wanted, but you gave me what you had. And, you know, that's all we got. As we become older, I think it it becomes more realistic to say, "Ah, this shit is hard. This grown-up shit is hard. This parenting shit is hard. You gave me what you had. You sucked at it. But, you know, you gave me what you had. If you just heard a bang in the background, it's because my neighbors are vagrants. (laughs) But, whatever. Um, And then move on. Now it's your time to be a parent and teach your kids better. It's time for you not to be a parent and not pass on the trauma. Whatever. Move on. Move on. In all of this, though, you have to find your way through how you feel. You have to find a way through what you feel. You have to really come to terms with it. And once you do, baby, it just took me five weeks to figure out a couple of things about a couple of things. You know, we all got things that we always working on. But once you do, it becomes so much easier to make those pivots, to change directions. Because now it's like, okay, I'm, 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 I got to keep it moving um a couple of ways that it might become easier for you to do that person place thing situation romantic platonic whatever please don't mail this letter please don't mail this letter but write you a letter write a letter and maybe burn it And I say, please don't mail it because human nature says that we're going to want a response to it. If you type out a whole fucking text message and you send that whole fucking text message and that person doesn't give you the motherfucking decency of responding to that goddamn text message, you're going to be mad. Ask me how I know. You're going to be mad. And it's going to inhibit your closure because you're going to be wondering why they didn't have the decency to respond to your text message because it said delivered. Don't mail it. Give yourself the peace of mind. Don't mail that shit. Write it. Hand, handwrite it. Get you some paper and pen. Paper costs a dollar to dollar. So go get you paper and pen so that you can burn it. Don't put it in your phone because you're going to read it again later. Don't do that shit. Just... Write it so you can burn it. Write a goodbye letter or something where you can say everything that you weren't able to say to them um, and get all the emotions out. It might be just a a two-letter, a two-word letter. Fuck you. Or it might be, hey, this is how I feel, blah, 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 blah. You might be waxing poetic, but write you a letter. I really don't think you should send it, though. Some people say it's up to you whether or not you send it. The way my brain works is, nah, because... Again, ask me (laughs) how I know. Um, But by writing it, you really are getting the chance to kind of release 
the energy. It can help you start the healing. You can say all the things that you didn't get the chance to say to them that you need to get out of your head, that you don't necessarily want to say to another person when you're venting. You just need to say it. You need to express it. Write it. Write it. If you are a crier, cry. Ain't nothing wrong with crying. Crying is a purge for the soul. It is a wash down, wash out. It is what is necessary at times. Um, sometimes you feel better afterwards. Sometimes it's just you just had to get that out. And sometimes it's not one cry that's necessary. Sometimes you got to cry a few times about the situation. If it is a relationship e situation platonic or romantic sometimes you got to go do something by yourself i'm taking my first solo trip in two weeks i need that it's important a couple people are trying to invite themselves along i need to do that by myself i need to empower myself through the solitude through knowing that i can and will and after it's done have so the travel doesn't require anybody else i've never gone somewhere and there's not somebody with or waiting i gotta do it by myself do something by yourself if it's a relationship thing your life is not going to stop just because that situation has ended itself if that doesn't work get you a hobby find you some people to be around who likes some of the shit that you like you might find you a new friend relationship parental ideal person something to do that makes you realize that you do or don't want the kid the job you might find you a new job whatever most of all put yourself in new situations so that you can see what your new reality is so that you can be ex- begin accepting what your new reality is. It's not going to be immediate. The first time you, get, the first time I get on this plane, I'm gonna be like, like I've been on planes by myself, but when I touch down and I got to do all the things alone, I'm like, oh shit. Then I'm gonna, you know, get in the hot tub by myself with my little tripod and take my pictures. I'm like, oh shit. It's gonna take a little while. It's gonna take a little while. It's not easy. It might take a couple of solo dates. It might take a couple of solo trips. It might take a a while of not talking to anybody. It may take a lot of time to think. But you got to start accepting where things are versus where they were. You deserve that. You deserve it. I deserve it. You deserve it. We deserve it. Um, And that's what I've really been doing for the past few weeks. I've been figuring out how to make the changes. But I could not make a single change until I came to some conclusions in terms about what, where, how... I was feeling what it was, like all of those things. That was a very real thing that had to happen. Um, So as much as I wanted to talk about the hard pivot last episode, if you find yourself struggling with that, you might need to take a moment to close some doors before you can open the new ones. You can't have your foot in one and out. Like you you can't hover in the balance. The doors ain't that close to each other. You have to walk fully out of one. And, you know, down the hallway a little bit or at least across the hallway to get to the other. You have to. 
That's the way buildings are designed. That's the way everything is. You have to walk out of one door and take at least a few steps to get to the next door. We got to get to the next door. It's not easy. It's not fun. It's, it's, I can't say it's not ideal because everything is exactly as it's supposed to, but you know, shit sucks sometimes. But in order to find that next moment that doesn't suck, you got to walk out the door. You have to find your closure. You have to move forward. You have to give yourself that grace, that opportunity, that newness, because you know, so often we find the good and what we never even fucking expected. Sometimes what we are letting go of was the very weight that was holding us back. Sometimes that was the problem. And it takes us some time to really like deal with the feelings because we just knew that was the best thing in the world for us. And then five years later, it's like that shit would have, all of this would have never been popping if I would have still been in that situation. Give yourself that. Give yourself that so that you can be what you want to be. So that you can be that. That ideal of what you want to be. Let yourself be that. It's not going to be easy, y'all. And you know, my little messages are open. And if you got any questions or comments or whatever, I'm always here. Got one comment one time that threw me off and made me say, fuck this, I'm not recording shit for a while. But you know, I'm still down for the rest of them. (laughs) And even that one. I'm all right with that one. I'm all right with that one. That's what healing does. It's not easy. But we have to walk out of one door in order to get to the next door. And that's what closure is. Closing that door. Because you deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah. I think that's all I have to talk about, y'all. I can sit here and wax poetic about it because I definitely... Um, I've had to work my way through it, but we're absolutely at least 10 minutes longer than our longest episode. So, you know, I meant it. Um, so I'm going to end this and I think that my little closing button thing, I'm going to push it and it's probably going to tell y'all all this all over again, but you can catch me on the IGs. You know, I never give y'all my Facebook because my Facebook is full of shit and it's just family stuff. But um, my Instagrams are very much me. My personal is i.bee, like bumblebee, b-e-e dot juice, j-u-i-c-e. My Waste Bees page is Bewitched Body, uh, B-E-E-W-I-T-C-H-E-D-B-O-D-Y. If there's something that you like on there and you don't see it and it says sold out, just DM me. I'm always communicative. We'd love to talk to y'all. And the IG for the page for the podcast that I severely need to develop, and if anybody feels like volunteering, is be that underscore the podcast. And I would love to see y'all there. Um, 
all the B's are always B-E-E, so whatever. And this might be redundant because I think that when I push the button to add the closing, it says all of this, but it doesn't matter. It's double whammy, bow, bow, means really go check it out because I want to see and connect and love one y'all. Um, and again, I'm super grateful for anybody who is new or anybody who is returning. I really am here to just you know, help y'all be that which you wish to be. I am rooting for you. I am loving on you from afar. I am sending you all of the stars and support, good vibes and energy because, you know, you deserve that. So go forth and have the night, day, weekend, week, life that you deserve. You deserve that in the best ways. You deserve that. Go be that. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.